episode of the Provocative Podcast. Alright guys, while you're listening to this, my ass will be in Georgia with my family. So I'm pre-recording this episode because I'm not taking all my stuff. I don't and we're actually flying to Georgia. So regardless if I was to drive, I would not take all my stuff. So I just wanted to get ahead of the ball and record a, um, a segment for you guys so that you guys had something to listen to next week. And, you know, I hate missing. So I think I've only missed one. Yeah, one time during this whole time that I started um, the podcast. So I just I hate to miss unless I'm like in the hospital or something or I absolutely cannot, I will be here for you guys. So um, as you're listening to this, I will be in Georgia with my family. I'm going to be over there for a few days, or Chris and I will be over there for a few days, um, more like almost a few weeks. Um, we're going to be visiting family. My niece's birthday is going to be happening. I'm just really excited to just have some downtime. Um, you know, with last week's episode, we talked about, you know, our hometowns and stuff like that with Rem. And I just want to say that not, even though coming from a small town, there's a lot of negative things. There's a lot of positive things with that too. Like I actually do like going home, getting grounded a little bit, spending some quality time with my family. Um, and then I'm always ready to come back and I'm always ready, like to take things to the next level every time I go back home. So it's like a little fire. I always like to go disconnect there and then come back and like grind it even harder. So yeah, I'm just really, really excited um, to see my family and to spend some time with my parents, my sisters, and just some friends. Um, But yeah, so uh, just wanted to let you guys know on that. And then too, I know Rem and I talked about how like, well, Rem more specifically, um, and if you guys wondering who's Rem, he was the guest on my last week's episode, which was amazing if you haven't listened to it. Um, But he was talking about how, you know, for him, it's, He's always go, go, go. There's no breaks. He doesn't remember when the last time it was that he like actually had some downtime. And for me, that's always been hard. But I feel like in the last year, I have been really I have been able to really focus on getting some downtime for myself. Um, If it were up to me, I probably would work all the time, like nonstop. But Chris makes it a priority for me to put my phone down at a certain time and like shut it off. Recently with the podcast and just like a bunch of other projects we're working on, we've been kind of working late. But if we're not having something to do like project wise, we try to be off our phones by like 7, 8 p.m. By the time we get home by from the gym, we're off our phones and stuff. So that's our time to disconnect. But regardless, I want to make it, you know, where that regardless of where you're at in your life. And if you're working hard towards your goals, you're going to have off days. Like, and I specifically this week, even last week, I just felt off. And then this week I've just been feeling really off yesterday. I didn't work out, which before that would have killed me, like not going to the gym during the week. Like, who am I? Like, no, you better be like in your bed, bedridden not to go to the gym. But I've just been giving myself a little bit more grace because if I don't, then I know I'm going to burn out. So yesterday I just didn't feel like myself and I didn't feel good. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to go for a walk. Um, we took Mia, Aureli's baby to, for a walk. And I just took some time for myself and like stayed away from the gym. And I honestly, I feel like I needed it. And then I woke up this morning and I did spin. And even though I was not, I'm telling you, I've had an off week because on Monday I signed up for spin did not want to go. Like I always want to go to my spin classes, almost always. Like, yeah, I'll wake up and some days I'm a little bit groggier, but by the time I get to brushing my teeth and I'm going, like I'm excited to be in spin. Like even if I'm sore, I'm always excited to go. But on Monday, guys, I literally did not want to go. I got in my car and I just sat there for like five minutes and I'm like, 
I'm getting off like in my garage. And I was like, I'm not going, Like I'm not going like, I do not want to go. And then in my head, I'm like, no, but like, if you didn't go, what are you going to do? Go back to sleep? Like Chris is already up. Like, you know, you can't do that. So then I was trying to back out out of my garage and our garages are so tight. Um, and I couldn't get it out. Like I got frustrated. and couldn't get my car out. So I got honked. So Chris could come outside and get the car out for me. And I was like, no, this is a clear sign. I'm not going. And he looked at me and I was like, no, no, you can't, you can't be this way. You have to go. So I ended up going and the class wasn't amazing. I mean, I, all, I know you guys hear these motivation talks where it's like, Oh, I didn't want to go to the gym, but you know what? I ended up having a great, I pushed through and I ended up having a great workout, but that's not always the case. Sometimes you go and you still have a shitty ass workout, but you showed up for yourself. And I feel like on Monday, that was me and spin. Like I just, I didn't get top. I usually get like top three. That's my goal for the week. It's always get top three in my classes. I didn't, I think I got like sixth place, Um, but I showed up. I was there and I pushed as much as I could that day. And I felt really tired regardless. I felt tired. It could have been from the drinking the weekend or whatever, but um, yeah, I felt really tired and, but I was there. So I was proud of myself for going. And then this morning I still didn't feel like going, but I was like, no, I signed up. I'm going to go. And I ended up placing a little bit better in my class, but still wasn't the best, but I know I gave it my best for what I have today and not every day is going to be at a hundred and I just want you guys to understand that it doesn't mean that you're lazy because there's a difference between me being at home because I'm lazy and then me being at home because I know there's something off between in me you know and I'm I know you guys have had these moments and you can differentiate when you're being lazy there's days where I'm like I don't want to go to the gym like Chris let's just get in the couch and we'll say that for like 10 minutes. We're like, no, we're going. That's laziness, right? But then there's days where you're just not having a good mental day and you just need to step back and you need to do whatever it is that's going to help you clear your your head. But I just wanted to state that because I don't want you girls to think that everyone is perfect all the time. But, you know, even though we strive for quote unquote perfection and we strive to be the best versions of ourselves every single day, not every day is going to be at 100. Our perfect for some days could be at a 60, at an 80%. And that's okay. You gave what you had. And I just kind of wanted to say that because I feel like my week hasn't been the best. And, you know, it's not about coming on here and complaining to you guys, but showing you guys that I'm not perfect, but I will always show up for myself and do what I can to better myself. So, I encourage you all to do the same and to not feel guilty when you have those days. So anyways, today's episode, I didn't want to do anything too long. It's going to be about fitness, but we're not going to go like too, too deep into fitness. I specifically wanted to talk about what I'm going to talk about right now because I'm going through it and I see it a lot on social media. And basically it is talking about like not comparing yourself to what you see on social media when it comes to the fitness industry, but there's more to it. So I feel like, you know, it's really, it's really easy to compare your journey, your fitness journey to someone else's, especially now with social media, especially with Instagram and even more so now with TikTok. We see so many young women starting their fitness journey a lot sooner than what we did, than what I did. They look phenomenal. They look great. And you know, they have these crazy proportions and you're kind of like, what the hell? Like, why didn't I have that? Or what? I've been working out and I don't have that. And it's so easy to just sit back on your screen and compare yourself. But we don't, there's so many variables that go into every single person's journey. And I want you to understand that. Number one, time. I know what I do sometimes is compare my journey to like the top athletes. And I'm like, and not even athletes, like competitors. I 
don't really compare myself to competitors because that's a whole different thing, but more so like my fitness in like in spose, I guess you would say. And then when I look at, I, when I look at their posts, I'm like, Oh my God, they look amazing. Oh my gosh. Everything's amazing. Their whole like social media is amazing. Their content's amazing. And then when they post about how old they are, it's like a reality check for me. And I'm like, damn, never mind. Like I'm on a good track here. Like they've been doing this a lot longer than I have. Um, like for me, it's more like the women that are like 31, 32, I'm 27. So they have a good, what, five years ahead of me. And so it's easy to just look at that and be like, why am I not there? But then you got to sit back and think, okay, I'm not there because I'm on my own, I'm on my own journey and they've been doing this for X amount of time. And there's so many different variables. So I just want you girls to understand that when you're looking at things and not only just time genetics play such a big role in the way that you look and more than you think, I think it's easy to say like, okay, ladies eat this and you'll have a slim waist and a big butt and small arms. And it doesn't happen that way. You can't pinpoint, first of all, you can't pinpoint where you put on weight and you can't pinpoint where you're going to lose the weight, right? It doesn't, it doesn't work that way. And so, and if you're a beginner in fitness, I'm sorry to tell you, it does not work that way. You lose weight gradually and you gain weight gradually. And depending on your genetics is where you place your fat. That's it. And so, or where you lose your fat. Cause that's where it, sometimes you see girls with not, not that I'm saying like bigger bellies, but bigger bellies and smaller legs or thin waist and big arms. Like there's so many different variables that go into the way that you look. And number one is genetics. So it's, it's easy to be like, why does my butt not look like that? Especially me. Like I've been training in the gym for seven years and my ass has grown significantly it may not seem that way to other people you're like oh she has like a she has a nice perky butt but it's not massive but it just isn't like my body just dot just does not put on mass as fast as other bodies and that's just something that i've had to come to accept in order for me to be happy why am i gonna sit here and compete comp- completely always just like complain about it like why don't I look like that? Why isn't my butt this big? Why does she have this bigger butt? Like, why? Like that just, and I've done that before, but it just makes me more upset about the way that I look and it makes me more frustrated. And then when I was like, you know what? This is my body. I'm work. I'm doing what I can to, you know, aka grow my, grow my glutes. Then it's like, okay, well, I'm doing what I can. That's all I can do. I'm eating right. I'm doing my hip thrust. I'm, I'm really focusing on, working out properly, eating properly, doing what I can for those steps in order, doing what I can so that I can, you know, grow my glutes or do whatever the, whatever goal it is that I have. But the more you sit back and you just compare yourself to other people, the more upset and depressed and discouraged you're going to get. And I'm, I know I've talked about this before, but I just want to make that clear for you. And, you know, especially now with social media, it's so, so easy to compare And the main purpose of this topic is it's so easy to look at what other people are doing and think, well, I'm going to do that too. And it's going to work for me. And like, it's not, that's why it's the, this is the main reason that I don't post what I eat in a day, because I don't want you to look at what I eat and think, okay, if I eat like that, I'm going to look like Jasmine or number two, judge what I eat. And that's the thing that irritates me the most. So I literally posted a TikTok and I know that it was my fault because I messed, missed, I messed up because one, I put 
everything I eat in a day. Two, I didn't put everything I ate in the day. Like I didn't put all the other stuff that I, that I ate. So I got so much hate for it. I got, and not even like good hate. It was like, wow, she's, she must be anorexic. She's starving herself or, oh, like how can someone survive on this? Like she must be miserable. And I just was taken back at so much negativity because I wasn't quote unquote eating all the carbs that everybody else is posting right now. I'm sure if you've seen on TikTok, I'm sure if you've seen on Instagram, everyone's full day of eating has been filled with so much food, so much food. And I'm here to tell you that it's very, very rare when you can get away with eating that much food and looking a certain way. If you're trying to be lean, it's very rare. If you're just trying to, you know, grow the glutes and, you know, have a, not any rolls, but have just like a flat tummy, it's not, you're not going to have any abs, then you could probably get away with eating more carbs. But if you want to look lean, if you want to look super fit and toned, you're not, chances are you're not going to be able to eat 300, 400 grams of carbs like these girls are posting that they're eating daily. Like, it's just not going to happen. And so I look at all these like my full day of eating, my full day of eating. And I'm like, you are showing these women that, okay, yes, food is fuel. And I, and I agree with food is fuel, but not everyone can get away with eating all these carbs, oatmeal, all this other, like ton of rice for multiple meals, pasta, all these desserts. And I'm like, if I ate that on a daily I would, be, I would be in a massive surplus for my body. And I think people don't understand that. So yes, while I would, I did post less food on my TikTok because it was on a TikTok video, I just can't get away with eating all the stuff that everybody else eats. And I'm aware of that. I had a huge problem within my fitness journey accepting that because I used to compare what I had to eat with other people. And I'm like, why can't I eat that way? If I eat that way, I, you know, blow up or I, you know, like I just gain weight. And yes, it has to do with my metabolism and I could work on my metabolism. I could reverse diet in order to be able to eat more food, but that's not an overnight thing. That takes, if not a year, if more than one year to build up your metabolism to the point where you can eat 200, maybe 200, 300 grams of carbs, but not everyone can get away with eating so much food. And number two, not everyone trains the way they need to train in order to eat that much food. I can probably get away with about 150, 200 grams of carbs with the way that I train and with my, the, the spin classes that I do, 100%, I can. But I can't get away with any more of that. And I know how my body works. And so, and personally, like with all the lifestyle changes that I've made, the preps that I've gone through, I've been able to understand my body. And, and I know when I'm hungry, I know when I want carbs. I know that, for example, I don't eat carbs in the morning. I don't like to eat carbs until about 2, 3 p.m. Why? Because I feel more sluggish. I feel more tired if I eat carbs in the morning. So I'll do a green juice and egg whites or coffee and egg whites. I'll always have my protein in the morning if I'm at home. If I go to breakfast with Chris and I want pancakes, I'll have the pancakes. Don't get me wrong. But 90% of the time, if I'm at home, I eat what I know is going to fuel my body. This morning, I had two fucking cinnamon rolls because that's what I wanted to have today. And I think people don't understand that. And so I got so much hate because I wasn't eating all this food that everyone else is is posting about. And it's like, I can't get away with it. And I know a lot of women can't. And they're looking at this food and thinking, well, if I eat this, I'll look like her. And then they start eating that way and they're they are ending up putting on weight and they're like, what's going on? Why am I, why do I, why do I not, why do I not look like her? 
Why am I actually gaining weight? One, because those macros and that those calories might not be for you Two, You might not even be training hard enough to be able to eat all that food. And you don't, you don't know what else that person is doing throughout the day. How many steps are they're doing? If they're doing any cardio, like you don't know anything about that person. So that is the main reason why I don't post what I eat in the day, because I don't want to be judged on things that make me happy on my lifestyle on the fact that I'm finally happy with my food and I'm not going to post it so that everyone has a comment about it. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not. And I don't want you to look at my food and think that you have to eat my amount of calories because you might be one of those rare chances that can have a lot more food. And that's the issue with, I feel like social media the most right now is this whole food concept. And I want you girls to get that. And I want you girls not to compare yourself to that on social media try things out, but don't think that it's going to work a hundred percent for you because it might not. So I know like I got kind of like, you know, into this conversation because I'm just so passionate about it because when I first started guys, I can't tell you how many times I would just sit in my room and cry and cry to Chris and be like, why can she eat this food? And I can't like, why does she look like that and eats all this food? And I can't. And I would be so upset all the time. And I was like, at the point I'm like, you know what? I just have to accept that my body can't have that. I can have pizza once a week. I can have burgers once a week. I can have desserts here and there, but I can't have all that food she's consuming on a daily. Like I just can't. I know girls who are consuming cereal on the daily. There's no way. Like that's when I started eating cereals, when I started gaining like 10 to 15 pounds and it's just not a good thing. <laughs> Cereal has a shit ton of carbs. And I don't want to repeat again. I don't want to think you guys to think like you had to starve yourselves. That's not what I'm saying because food is fuel, but you have to make sure you're turning your food into fuel because if you're not training hard enough to for that food to turn into fuel, you're going to be in a surplus. So I just wanted to state that because, you know, it's not, not everyone can eat the same amount. Not everyone can work out the same amount. And I want you girls to get it through your head that your journey is your journey. And same thing with cardio. Like I can't tell you how many times I get so much hate because I do my spin classes and I train. You're doing too much. You're overworking yourself. I promise you, if I feel like I'm overworking myself and I've told you girls on camera, if I feel like I'm overworking myself, I'll take a step back. And I'll take my breaks when I need it. But I love to go full force. I love my spin. That is my anxiety medication. That's what I do for anxiety. I love going three, four times a week. There's weeks I only go twice. And that's okay. But I'm not going to stop doing cardio because Susan or whoever it is over there is saying, oh my God, cardio is so bad for you. You shouldn't be doing it, blah, 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 blah. Like, I love it. I'm not going to stop doing it because you don't want to do it. I'm doing it for me and for my health. And if I feel at any point that I'm being overworked, I'll take a break. Yesterday, I didn't work out. Why? Because I felt tired. I felt genuinely like I needed a break from the gym. And I felt great in spin today. Yeah, it wasn't my best, but I was happy to be back. And so, you know, I think it's just so easy to judge, to pick up your phone and judge everyone's journey and judge what everyone else is doing. But I think it's so important for you to take a step back and be like, you know, my fitness journey is my fitness journey and I need to focus on what's going to make me happy and prioritize your goals. Think about what it is that you want to accomplish and then do, do, do your goals, your meal plan, your fitness training, whatever it is based on the goal that you have. So I just, you know, wanted to say that and I think 
more than anything, you have to be real with yourself. You have to honestly acknowledge where you're at in life. I think a lot of us is like, well, I don't look like her and I've been working out for a year. Yeah, but what I'm telling you, she's been working out for like seven, 10 years. Be real with yourself. You can't compare yourself to someone who has a lot more years of training under her belt, a lot of knowledge, a lot of trial and error about the foods that she eats and the way that, you know, she uses food as fuel. Like there's so much that goes into it. So be real with yourself. Be like, you know what? Am I one working as hard as she is at the gym? Am I really putting the effort in the kitchen? Am I taking my goals as serious as she's probably taking her goals? Like you have to take a step back and be real with yourself. And I think once you start being real with yourself, you'll be like, you know what? Okay, like you'll feel a lot better about it. So be real with yourself. And there's a difference between balance, losing weight and prep. And I want you girls to understand that there's a huge, there's major differences in each one, losing weight, balance, prep, right? When you're being real with yourself and you have your goals, you need to say, okay, am I trying to lose weight right now? Am I trying to prep? Which 90% of you guys, girls, I'm probably going to assume you're not trying to compete in prep, but am I trying to lose weight or am I trying to balance? Because those two things are very different. And let me tell you, getting to the point where you can balance takes time and it takes steps to be able to balance. You can't, it's very hard to go from being able to eat what you want all the time and going to this balance because you don't have a scale, I guess you would say from what balance really is and where balance falls in that scale. So I always say like, it's important for you to, you know, maybe try losing a little bit of weight or try cutting, seeing what cutting is like, you know, like getting all these like bad foods out of your diet and then incorporating a little bit into your balance. But you need to be real with yourself and ask yourself, what is your goal? Because if your goal is to lose weight, it's going to be different than prep, right? Prep is hardcore, Prep is seven days a week. You've got to be on top of your shit. No cheats. Water has to be on point. Training has to be on point. Cardio has to be on point. There is literally like you can't have zero excuses. Like there's no, like you have to be at 100 percent if you want to come out strong on the other side and if you want to come out a winner on the other side. Right. But with losing weight, if you're trying to lose a few pounds or like, let's say, 10, 15 pounds, you need to say, OK, I'm trying to lose weight. That is my goal. So I need to be strict on myself. I can't be cheating every weekend because why? It's going to set me back. And especially if you're a beginner because you don't know how much it's setting you back. You don't have a reference point. It's different with you eating a little chocolate bar at night. That's not, you know, that's not cheating, but it's different between you going out and having a burger and pizza and dessert and going to family gatherings and eating all this food because you have no idea how many calories you just consumed. And depending on your diet, you may have consumed the whole calories for the week that you worked your ass off. And that's what people don't understand. And so you have to be real with yourself and you have to ask yourself, okay, I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to lose 15 pounds. So until I have lose those 15 pounds, I'm not going to worry about balance. I know it's going to be tough for me to get to my 15 pounds goal, but I'm going to get there and then I can focus on balance and having, you know, maybe weekly cheats or whatever it is, because it is very hard for you to lose weight and try balancing at the same time if you don't have the knowledge in that. So I see it a lot with my clients where they're like, well, I just want to get to the point where like, I'm, I'm like happy and I'm balanced. I'm like, but you just started your diet two weeks ago. Like 
you you're not there. Are you are you trying to get balance? Because if you're trying to just slowly get into it, slowly work like lose weight and build a lifestyle, yeah, girl, let's you know let's have a, a cheat twice a week or once a week, whatever. You can get away with it. But if you're trying to lose 15 pounds by in two months, we're gonna have to buckle down, and you might not be able to get a cheat meal every week if your body doesn't allow you to have a cheat meal every week, and. We might be able to have a cheat meal every week if you're able to control that cheat meal and not let it spiral into a whole day of eating like crap, like crap, you know? And I think that's what people don't understand. They're like, we live in a lifestyle where it's like, oh, balance. It's to enjoy your life. You need to balance. Yes. But if you have a goal as to like lose weight, balance, balance isn't your priority. It's losing that weight being strict, setting your sticking to your goals so that then you can work on your balance that you need. So I just want to make it clear with yourself to be real with yourself. Ask yourself, what am I, what is my goal here? Am I just trying to build a lifestyle for myself and go to the gym five days a week, you know, eat relatively healthy, whole foods, drink my water, but not really focused on the scale. If the number comes down, it comes down, you know, that's great. That's where I'm at. You know, I have had full balance in my life or am I, trying to lose weight because I'm not happy where I'm at and I'm going to have to be disciplined in order to lose that weight. So I just want you girls to be real with yourself. And, you know, like I said, I'm not going to go too deep into like cutting and, you know, get, start getting into a diet and things like that. But I just want you girls to look at yourself. And if you have fitness goals and ask, ask yourself, like, am I being real with myself? Am I on the path that I need to be on in order to accomplish these goals? And, you know, I think that I think the number one thing that has helped me the most, and I will, I want to share this with you guys because it is the thing that has changed my life. I even remember Chris said this to me when I was after, I think it was like my second show. We were still living in Georgia and I was going through like all my binge eating issues because I would cut and I, guys, my whole story has been up and down. Like I finally have a lifestyle that I love. And when you girls ask me, like, do you plan on competing? I have no idea because I've like, I get teared up when I think about like my life now. Like I'm just so happy that I'm at the point that I'm at right now, like with my fitness journey and the relationship that I have with food, because it has taken me so long to get to this point. And I'm about to start my period. So that's probably why I got a little emotional, (laughs) but it's, if you've gone through it or you're going through it, I know how hard it is. I know how hard it is when you don't have a relationship, a good relationship with food. But I promise you, if you work at it, I promise you, you will come out stronger on the other side. And the number one thing that helped me (laughs) with Chris saying it was, you can have the food that you want, but you, your goal should not be to try to get full with that. You, your goal should try to be satisfied. And what I mean by that is I would eat a whole, like literally like six Krispy Kreme donuts in one sitting because my goal was to get full. Like I was just like, I'm going to eat them. I'm going to eat it because I want to feel full. And when I changed and I switched that mentality and I was like, okay, no, the goal is not to get full off of this, like the crappy quote unquote crappy foods. The goal is not to get full with these foods. The goal is to be satisfied, have what you're craving. And then that's it. When I changed my thinking to that guys, it was like a whole flip switch. Like it was 180. And was it hard in the beginning? Yeah, it was a little bit hard, but then I started realizing like, like 
don't get me wrong. You need to get food with your full. You can, you need to get full with your foods. Like if you're eating your chicken, your rice, your, your meals, your whole meals, obviously get, you know, you want to feel full and satisfied with your meals. But when it comes to cookies, brownies, any, like whatever junk food you're eating, the goal should not be to get full. The goal should be to feel satisfied. And I'm at the point now, and you will get to the point. I promise you, you will get to the point where you'll look at a donut and you'll be like, you know what? I really don't want that. Or you'll take a bite and you're like, I'm satisfied. I'm satisfied. I really don't want that. And I'm telling you like today I had two cinnamon rolls. I hardly, I'm telling you hardly ever do that. Like ever. And Chris got cinnamon rolls this morning and I was like, oh God, you got cinnamon rolls this morning. I came from spin. He, I, I love cinnamon rolls. Like the ones that you make at home. Like I love them. And they are like, like some days I can have one. And some days I'm like, man, I just want two. And Chris looked at me. He's like, just have two. And I'm like, you know what? You're fucking right. Like when was the last time we had cinnamon rolls? Like, and then I have my mornings where we bake cookies and brownies and he'll have like three, four cookies. And he's like, are you going to have any cookies? I'm like, no, you know what? I really don't want any, or I'll have one. I'll take a bite. And you I'm like, I'm satisfied. Like, that's it. You'll learn those cues. And you'll realize that, you know, I don't need to get full with this food. I can just get satisfied. And then I'm happy because one, I don't feel like shit after eating fucking six donuts. My stomach doesn't feel like it's going to explode Two, There's absolutely no guilt from the food that you just ate. So I just want to make that clear. Like if I have any advice to give you that one, take that please. And incorporate it into your life with anything, with anything, just feel satisfied, just to get to the point where you feel satisfied and you'll be good. And, you know, I think an important thing about that too, is getting familiar with your hunger cues. Like ask yourself, okay, am I hungry right now? Or am I just bored? Or, you know, like, let me give myself some time to digest my food. And then if I'm still hungry, then I'll keep eating. Once you familiarize with your hunger cues, it makes your relationship with food a lot better. I know this had nothing to do with relationship with food, but I feel like now it kind of got into that segment. So obviously if I can talk about it, it's like a number one thing we as society deal with. So if I can talk about it, I'll talk about it for days. But yeah, getting familiar with your hunger cues is a big, big help in, in developing a better relationship with food. So when you develop those, you'll be able to be like, okay, you know what? I'm actually full right now. Let me, you know, let me, you know, stop eating. Cause I'm full. I feel good. And if I feel good, if I feel, uh, hungry in like an hour or two, I'll eat something else. I'll have some berries. I'll have some fruit or I'll have a protein shake, whatever it is. But the more you listen to those hunger cues, the better you'll, you'll develop that relationship with food. And sometimes I know you've heard it. It's just thirst. Some, you will not, like there's so many times where I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I feel hungry. And then I'm like, wait, have I even drank any water today? And I'm like, no. And then I'll drink water and I'm like satisfied. I'm like, yeah, no, I was not hungry. I was fucking thirsty. And so drink your water. If you're still hungry after that, then you're like, okay, you know what? I am hungry. Let me go eat some food. And it's not out of boredom. It's because my body's telling me that it's hungry. And honestly, that's a really good way to, um, excuse me. That's a very good way to, heal your metabolism because you're listening to your hunger cues. You're feeding it when it's hungry. You're not starving yourself. And you know, that's why I'm telling you guys, like, I don't always feel hungry every day. I don't feel hungry. If I feel hungry at one, because I didn't have carbs that morning, I'll have some fruit or I'll have a granola bar. And then there's days where I don't feel hungry till like three. So I listen to my body, whatever my body is craving, I listen. And you know, I feel like that's what's helped me the most in my relationship with food. But I know... <laughs> I know we got into that tangent, but anyways, I, it's, let's go back to 
you know, don't compare your journey to anyone else's. Don't compare your fitness journey to anyone else's. Be on your own journey and see what works for you in your lifestyle. And what I mean by that is I have clients who obviously I want them to lose the weight and I'll be like, okay, we need to train five, six days a week. Um, typically five, cause I like to have one rest day during the week and I like them to have their, their Sunday off. Uh, but I have some clients who are like, you know what, Jasmine, I work 12 hour shifts, like four days a week. I, I can only really give you three to four days. I'm like, Hey, that is fine. That is, you are already giving me more than you were giving yourself before. So if three to four days is what you can give yourself, then great. Some people might be able to give themselves five to six days. That's great, but you gotta do what works for you, right? And that's why I tell my clients all the time, do what works best for you. If you're traveling and you can't always work out, make sure you get your steps in, make sure your nutrition's on point. It can, Cause it's not, it doesn't just fall on one thing, especially within, you know, a fitness lifestyle eating and training and, and moving is so important. So if one thing is slacking, just pick it up on the others, make sure your water's on point, make sure your meals are on point. And if you couldn't go to the gym, you know, go for a walk, get, get moving, like put on some music in your room and dance, you know, just move your body. That's all that your body wants for you to do is move it. Especially if you have a station stationary job where you're sitting down at your desk all day, move it. That is so, so important. So I just want to say like, don't compare your journey to anyone else's do what works for you and your lifestyle and your job. See how you can fit fitness into your life, prioritize it. And I promise you can make it work without overstressing, without being like, well, shit, like I work four days a week, 12 hour shifts. How am I going to fit five, six days of training? Oh my gosh, this is stressing me out. No, I promise you it is not that serious. Do what works for best for you. And I promise you'll come out happier in the long run. But anyways, guys, I just wanted to talk to you guys about what had been happening, what I had been seeing on social media within the fitness industry, what I, you know, had been affecting me. And I wanted to share that with you girls because, you know, some of you may be in a position where you've been training longer than I have, but I'm sure you have dealt with some of the issues that I talked about. And especially now with so much like vit workout videos, food videos, everything. I know it's easy to compare yourself. I know it's so easy to compare yourself, but don't please don't take a step back and appreciate your own journey. Be real with yourself. Ask yourself, am I doing what I can to make myself better? And that's all that matters. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys are enjoying the episodes and I will see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>